friends, it's Hannah. Um, so before everything happened with COVID-19, we were in the middle of our series called Save the Date with our high schoolers, and we didn't get to get to the final week um, because of everything happening, and so we wanted to record the podcast for you guys to use as a resource now or later. Um, and so I'll be sharing the teaching today about um, this final teaching in this series called Don't Date in the Dark. So um, back like 20 years ago, if you wanted to know more about a person, you had to actually like sit down and talk with them. You had to observe them up close to learn what they were like. Um, you had to be around them to know what they were into. But today it is so much easier to find information on people. Um, you just have to go online and look at their Snapchat, their Instagram, their TikTok, etc. And you can find out so much information on a person. Um, it sounds kind of creepy, but we've all done this, right? We've all seen someone that we didn't know, but we maybe wanted to know, and we found their Instagram account or their TikTok, and we did some, uh, like, researching and tried to figure out about um, this person, because chances are, if someone is into something, that info is going to be out there somewhere through their social media. Um, we can look, learn a lot about people by looking at their online posts, Um We'll probably learn like their favorite foods. At some point in time, we've all done this. We've gone to a restaurant in Portland or like, I don't know, like Porqueno or like this restaurant that everyone knows about and we've posted something on our story about that. Or maybe we've shared like the latte art when we went to a coffee shop or um, maybe you discovered cotton candy grapes and knew that you had to tell everyone about them. I remember that was me this past summer when I found them. I got so many and... They are so good. Cotton candy grapes are awesome, and I do not even know how they are a thing, but they are the best. So we'll probably learn about people's food through Instagram and social media. Um, we'll probably learn what they're interested in. Maybe it's basketball or lacrosse or volleyball or um, other sports. They might post pictures of like their practices or their games. If you are like obsessed with a Netflix show, like maybe you're watching Tiger King or something ridiculous right now, your Snapchat or your Instagram will probably show it or your friends will tag you in um, a post about something if you like it. Um, the truth is if you want to know what someone's into, you can usually find it with a quick search. Um, and maybe we'll learn about people's relationships. Maybe you have like a million photos on your feed or maybe it's just two, but you're probably sharing things um, and showing up on someone else's story or their feed and it's pretty easy to find out who um, you hang out with and who people hang out with. So um, I'm not trying to creep you out but I'm just saying that most of us have most of our business out there for people to see. We post a lot on social media and even if we aren't the ones talking about it, posting it, or putting it on Snapchat, we're pretty okay with our likes and dislikes being a public kind of thing. And there's one exception to this. Um, who you like or you want to date is rarely something that you want to go public. So if I like talked to one of you recently and you told me about who you wanted to date and then I just said their name right now, like be super uncomfortable because even if every other thing that we like or dislike can be public, when it comes to who we like and who we want to date, that's usually something that we don't exactly want to broadcast to everyone. And the same is true for those of us who are already dating somebody. Um, I mean, you probably wouldn't mind if people knew that you were dating. In fact, your feed might be full of photos of the two of you together, but those are just pictures. When it comes to your, the relationship that you have, the conversations you have, the inside jokes, there's a good chance that there's a piece of your relationship, uh, maybe most of your relationship, 
um, is something that you'd rather keep just between you. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that it's a real thing to want to keep your dating life low-key. There are probably a lot of reasons why you want to keep these relationships low-key, but here are a few. Um, maybe this might be an area where you feel uncomfortable sharing. Maybe it's embarrassing to put yourself out there like that. Um, maybe you're talking to someone but not sure like how you feel about them yet. And um, maybe it's a new thing and you're not sure that the relationship is going anywhere. Maybe you can't put it out there that you're hanging out with someone because you're just not sure what you would say if someone asked you about it. That's the bummer thing now. You ever post a picture with someone of the opposite gender and everyone jumps on it and asks if you're dating. So maybe you're just um, unsure about like where things are going. Um, maybe this is an area where um, we tend to dislike input. So maybe when um, you first met that person, you wanted to debrief everything with your friends and get feedback. But now that you've been in the relationship for a while, you feel like you've got it handled. You don't need any more input, which leads to third reason. Um, maybe you're afraid that the people closest to you might disapprove of the relationship. Maybe your crush doesn't have the best reputation, but when they're with you, they're different. Maybe they're not the same person that people see at school or in group situations. And your friends probably won't understand that. So it's a lot easier to just keep the whole thing to yourself and Speaking of disapproval, another big reason that you may keep your relationship or your dating status to yourselves is because you're afraid of what your parents might think and you're afraid that your parents might disapprove. In fact, for some of you, there is a 100% chance that no matter who this guy or girl is, no matter how amazing and perfect they are, your parents will disapprove. And because your parents are never shy about critiquing your choices, um, if they knew who you were dating, you'd never hear the end of it. So it's a lot easier and quieter to just keep it to yourself. Plus, your parents experienced dating a long time ago, so it feels like they can't really understand what you're going through now. And all of our pushback is letting people into this area of our lives. Um, it makes sense because, let's be honest, there are some really good reasons for not making every moment of your life, especially your dating life, public. At the same time, you are, are mature people, you're smart people, and you can probably see how this like nobody knows approach can backfire and lead to either minor or major relationship disasters. Um, this series has been called Save the Date, and the whole point has been to save um, your dating lives from things that could make them less great or less good for you guys, and that's exactly what we're talking about again, and um, we're going to be looking at the wise words from Solomon. So today we're taking a look at the book of Proverbs, which is a big collection of wise insights on just about every topic you can imagine. The main author of Proverbs is a man named Solomon, who was an ancient king who led God's people. And the Bible tells us that he was the wisest man who ever lived. So if this guy had something to say, it probably wouldn't hurt for us to listen. So Solomon says this, For lack of guidance, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. That's Proverbs 11 verse 14. This is not everyday language. I'm assuming the only advisor you know is your school um, like guidance counselor, your academic advisor. But even though the language sounds different than what you hear in everyday life, the message is the same and still relevant to every human. Here's what Solomon is saying. If a nation doesn't have enough advisors giving advice, it falls apart. And the same is true in the rest of our lives. If we only rely on ourselves for guidance and direction in different areas of our life, at some point we're going to fall. Let me show you what I mean. So let's say like right now um, when you're listening to this, it's dark and then all of a sudden all the lights go out in your room. Everything would be 
pitch black and you wouldn't be able to see anything. But you take your phone and you turn on the flashlight on your phone. Um, and with just that one flashlight, you can only see like a few feet in front of you and only wherever that flashlight is pointed. Um, but if you were in a room full of people, so say we were like at youth, um, which is like <laughs> the saddest thought to me right now because I wish we were all actually at youth, but say you were at youth and all the lights were off and then everyone turned their flashlights on, um, things would be way more clear and way more distinct. You'd be able to see way more than you could with just your own flashlight. Um, you can't see everything, but you can see a lot more than you could with just that one flashlight from one angle. And life is the same way. When we only use our perspective, things are limited. There's only so much that we can see, and we don't recognize the whole picture. And as a result, we can easily trip up and make mistakes. And the thing to remember is this. We don't get tripped up because we're trying to make a mistake. We don't make it a goal to stumble. It happens because we're relying solely on our own reasoning, our own perspective, and our own experience because we've kept people in the dark. And that's exactly what Solomon is saying. When we live life and make decisions on our own, it's like we're using our own flashlight to navigate the way forward. We only have our experience, our intelligence, and our understanding, but those things only go so far. In nearly every area of our life, we make better decisions, we get less tripped up, we have an easier time of things um, if we just invite someone else in to shine a light and help us see what we couldn't see before. And that's especially true of your dating lives. If you rely only on what you think and what you see in a dating situation, then you're going to miss the big picture. We don't see what's going on all around us, which can lead us to some poor decisions, not so great judgment calls, and ultimately some regrets. But um, if we're willing to invite somebody else in, share with them what's really going on, and invite them to shine a light on the dating parts of our lives, then we're going to have a much clearer view on what we're doing and what, um, where we're going. So what I'm saying is this, don't date in the dark. Now, you may have a really great handle on the things in your life. Um, you're smart, you are wise, but um, there's just no way for us as a single person to know everything. No one can. You can't see any situation from every single angle, and that includes your dating life. You only know what you know. In other words, you only know what you've personally experienced for yourself, and you only experience what ha what's happening in your own life, in your own family, childhood, and school, and that's awesome because all those experiences make up who you are. But there are people all around you who have experienced life and relationships in a very different way, and those people can be so helpful to you, whether you're dating now or you plan to date in the future. Solomon knew this, and that's why he suggested having many advisors as a nation and as a person. It can save a lot of parts of your life from hurt and regret, especially your dating life. But how do you find many advisors in life? It sounds kind of like a weird thing to do. When it comes to your dating life, um, let's just look at a couple thoughts to get started. So first, think of somebody who can be objective. We all have those friends who will always agree with our decisions, no matter who we decided to date. But um, we don't want someone who will just tell us what we want to hear. An advisor isn't one of those people. We need people who are willing to be honest with us, even when they think we might disagree, especially when we might disagree. We all need voices who will be real with us when necessary. Next, find someone who's older than you. Being older doesn't necessarily mean that someone's smarter. We all know that, but wisdom is different than just being smart. 
Wisdom comes from experience. Sure, you can get advice from people who have the same amount of wisdom as you, maybe 14 or 15 or 17 years worth. Or you can have 20 or 30 or 40 years worth of wisdom because you asked someone older. And chances are one of these candidates is in our church or in our youth group. Next, um, reach out. This is the biggest step. Even though we know we might need, taking the action to make it happen is hard. It may sound scary, but I'm willing to bet that any leader here in our youth group would be more than happy to simply have a conversation with you. And they're not going to put you on blast, tell all your friends, or make you feel weird about it. Um, a conversation or two will really help you identify if this is someone you could give, um, someone who could give you honest, objective feedback on what you're experiencing in your dating life and life in general. Now, the majority of people in our youth group might not be currently dating someone. I know you might be thinking, like, none of this applies to me. I'm not dating anyone and have zero possibilities on the horizon. But even if you're not dating anyone right now, chances are that you will one day. Which means you can get a head start today by finding the kind of people you can count on to give you advice and wisdom for future relationships. You will never regret having a lot of advisors. So, Start finding them now because you will never know when you need them later. Living in the dark, it's never a good idea, but dating in the dark is especially a bad idea because who you date and how you navigate those relationships will impact other areas of your life as well. It sounds dramatic, but it's true. The quality of your high school years and probably several years after can be affected by how you handle your dating life now. So, Today and in this time, just begin to think of someone who could possibly be a candidate for an advisor. Think of someone who can give you honest advice on everything, but especially dating, and reach out to them. Let them listen to you and then listen to what they have to say in return, because dating is better when you don't date in the dark. So this week, I'd encourage you to reach out to your small group leader and begin having these conversations with them, even if it's not necessarily about dating. Um, just... Um, have somebody in your life, like your leader, that you can go to for wisdom on different um, areas of your life. We miss you guys so much. We wish that we could gather with you guys. Um, so please reach out to us if there's anything you need prayer for. Um, we love you guys, and we will talk to you soon.